0: Welcome to Awaken Podcast. I hope you enjoy the teaching. Um, in case you haven't put a couple of uh, two and twos together with the funny pictures of John Mark, that was that was a uh, surprise. We didn't do that first hour, but you've you've sort of entered in. If you're new to Awaken, uh, you've walked into a, an intimate family gathering of sorts, as it were. As uh, this is John Mark's last Sunday that he'll be leading. Us in music uh, and participating in that way in our community, and so we wanted to just um, take a, f- a few minutes to celebrate and to say thank you. And so uh, John Mark told me uh, a while back. I asked him, like, Would you ever want to preach at Awaken? No, immediate, just absolutely not, not interested. That's your job. I do mine. We're good. Um, and so when we were talking about today and um, how this would all go and how we would do this, he said, You know, I think I think maybe I've got something to share. Sold, settled. Yes. so uh, I I jumped on that as soon as I could Uh, typically when John Mark speaks everybody listens um, and he chooses his words very carefully so it should be if nothing else a very stark contrast between what you typically get on a Sunday Um, and so I wanted to just give John an opportunity to share a few things and then uh, we've got a few surprises and some people who want to say a few things about him and Sarah and, and we'll just spend some time celebrating and remembering so John Mark Nelson
1: first hour, the joke didn't go so well, but I started by saying, everyone, please turn in your Bibles to the book of Revelation. (laughs) It was medium response at best. Um, Well, friends, as I prepared for this day, um, truth be told, I didn't really know what it would look like. Um, I knew I wanted to share something. But if you know me, you know that I'm reluctant to uh, get on stage without a guitar to hide behind. That makes me feel a little more uncomfortable. So I'm at least having a music stand. I'm going to be fidgeting a lot. I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, I knew I wanted to share, but I didn't feel like I had the qualifications to uh, unpack the scriptures or challenge your views on something or completely overhaul the way you think or, or encounter God. Um, So here's what I will do instead. This is what I landed on. I'm going to tell a few stories. I'm going to share three things that I'm grateful for during my time at Awaken. And I'm going to invite you to three things moving forward. And somewhere in southwestern Minnetonka, my high school public speaking teacher is very happy at that clear, concise outline. Eye contact, rotate, and then back. So here we go, friends. Uh, Some stories from Awaken. The first story that I'm going to tell you is a story about the first time I met a crazy guy named Micah Witham. So uh, I had a really good friend in the Twin Cities named Ben Rosenbush. And for those of you that don't know, uh, Ben was actually the founding music director and worship leader here at Awaken when Awaken first started. And um, Ben and I had played some music together in the cities. And uh, Ben was actually entering a time of transition himself. He was transitioning out of Awaken into some new things in his life. And he gave me a call. And he said, hey, I don't know what you're up to right now in your life or if you've got a steady Sunday morning thing, but uh, this place that I love dearly called Awaken, I'm transitioning out of there. They are looking for a rotation of leaders throughout the summer. Curious if you'd at least be willing to uh, have a cup of coffee with my friend Micah. I was a little reluctant to, to get committed to anything too churchy at that time in my life, but Ben was a good friend, and I said, absolutely, I'd I love to meet with your friend Micah. And so uh, just a few days later, we had something on the books, and we met at an uh, early afternoon in the springtime at the infamous Pizza Luce in Richfield. And I walked in, and there was a guy sitting at the bar named Micah, and uh, I, I walked over, shook his hand, he introduced himself, and then he launched into a beautiful sales pitch, but probably not about what you expect. The First things he began talking about was, well, John Mark, today at Pizza Luce is Tap Tuesday. So we've got $3 pours. We've got some rotation, ro- rotating beers. We've got some seasonals. Anything you want. There's some really great stuff here, and anything you want is on me. So I looked at the menu, and kind of surveyed some of the taps, and took in all my options, and said, well, I'm 19. <laughs>
0: <So. laughs>
1: but, <laughs> but I did enjoy a refreshing Coca-Cola that afternoon. So Micah asked me if I would uh, be willing to come check out Awaken and lead on a Sunday morning, and I said, "Of course." And um, I remember leaving that meeting thinking, "Man, I don't, I don't know exactly where I'm at in my faith journey, or exactly how I feel about churches and all that sort of thing." And I was like, "But this Micah guy, I feel like he's up to good things in the world. I believe in what he's doing." And so, a few short Sundays later, I uh, showed up at a place called Awaken. Um, a little background on my life. My dad was a music director for over 30 years and worked at a church that, kind of, by the time I was old enough to get involved, had kind of grown into something pretty, pretty large, kind of a mega church kind of environment. And um, it was pretty put together and highly technical, and they had the gear and the building and the production and everything. It was kind of an intense environment. The first time I came to awaken, uh, it was about 6:15 in the morning. And when I typed in the address, it took me to a comedy club in Lilydale. And when I walked in, a couple of guys were untangling a nest of cables that had just come out of a Rubbermaid bin. And I was like, okay. <laughs> this is going to be a little different experience. And, um, but the thing that struck me so much was that the people there were so, so excited to be there. Uh, to meet in this smelly comedy club, to be together, to sing together. And truth be told, I just fell in love with it right away. And so I started leading. I agreed to lead one Sunday a month. And then a little bit later, I agreed to lead two Sundays a month. And then a little bit later, I agreed to lead three Sundays a month. And then Micah said, would you come have dinner with Laura and I? risky business. (laughs) So I'm like, I think this is going where I think it's going. So on a crisp, cool fall evening, maybe late September, I found myself on the deck of Micah and Laura's Richfield home. And Micah asked me a question that night that I'll never forget. And it is a question that only Micah Witham would ask. And he said it exactly like this. What would it look like for John Mark to say yes to awaken. That's some good language right there. That's sneaky. It's not too intense. It's not coming on too strong. Um, but the answer that I gave him, I'm not sure if he was super thrilled about. I said, I'd like one month to think about it. Um, and so I took some time to pray. And the reason the reason that I took that time, and it's something that I'm really grateful that I did, is because the moment I started leading at Awaken, I was like, this is a special place. Um, and it was it was something that I would never commit to lightly. Um, and I really wanted to be sure that this was a place that I could invest in and call home and, and help to grow into whatever it was becoming. And so I said yes and started leading it Awaken uh, week in, week out. And shortly after that, it's kind of my second story, I met and fell in love with a beautiful woman named Sarah. And uh, the thing that I was so grateful for is that every part of Sarah and I's story together um, had a week and sewn into it um, we were here when we were dating we were here when we were engaged and we had so many people speak affirmation and kindness and love and support to us all along that journey and on a beautiful May evening two and a half years ago uh, I was sitting standing rather right up there and my beautiful bride Sarah walked down this aisle right here And it was such a special night, and I've never been a part of a place, a building, and a group of people that's been so sewn into all that I am, holistically. And so Sarah and I exchanged vows, and Micah prepared a beautiful blessing. Micah married us, and we gave each other rings. We were pronounced husband and wife, and Micah took off running out that door, downstairs, and began mixing cocktails for our guests. And... (laughs) And that was the hit of the night, so much so that it was actually quite difficult to leave that day with, with Micah's signature on our marriage license, <laughs> because the line for cocktails was so long. Um, so as I look at this place, as I look at these, this building and all the faces gathered here, I, I remember these beautiful stories and the way that you've all been a part of my life in such a powerful way. Um, As I mentioned at the beginning of the month, this transition for me is not out of Awaken, uh, but rather to a new role within it, and I'm so grateful for that. I don't think there are many faith communities where that would feel so natural and seamless, and it feels that way for me. And Sarah and I are very, very grateful for that. So for all the stories in the past, I'm grateful, and for all of the stories that are yet to come, I'm really, really excited. So maybe some Sunday, not too long from now, you'll see me maybe holding a baby in the nursery, perhaps. Maybe refilling coffee in the back. Or perhaps just subtly rolling my eyes on the sidelines of the annual competitive Coob cookout. So friends, here's three things that I'm grateful for as I look back on my time here. And there are many more, but these are three that I picked. (laughs) Number one... Awaken's posture towards my career and the talents and careers of other creative people who call this place home. Uh, From day one, ever since I've been at Awaken, um, I've been encouraged to be all that I am both in and outside of Awaken, and that has been such a gift to me, to feel affirmed in um, my role, not just as a a leader here, but also as a musician and a creative person outside of these walls. Uh, There aren't many churches that would give someone three months off to drive around the country in a 15-passenger van playing rock music. But this is that place, <laughs> and I'm so, I'm so glad. And uh, the way that we celebrate our artists, um, I feel not just like I've been encouraged and celebrated, but I see it in other artists here. Sarah and I see it as well with uh, the way we invite people to write for Prayers of the People, the way we feature people for Advent Art, uh, our Artist in Residence series, and also the fact that we're a church that has a gallery, Uh, I think that's a really special thing and and is so dear to me. Second thing I'm grateful for, uh, the lifelong friendships that I've forged here. Um, For those of you that I don't know, I really look forward to sitting in the pews with you, um, meeting some new faces, making some new friends. And for those of you that have become a part of my life and we've become fast friends, thank you for speaking into my life and supporting me and encouraging Sarah and I all all along the road. And the third thing that I'm grateful for is that my heart is softer as a result of being at Awaken. And uh, the best way I can put this is when I first came to Awaken, I was wound tightly, I would say. I, you may have sensed it a little bit in some of the language I used about my hesitancy to get involved in church stuff. Being a pastor's kid, I was always just like, I saw the, the cost Of what my dad gave his entire life and and the idea of being employed by a church had someone asked me oh you're gonna do what your dad did I would have been like (laughs) I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna do that and so I was really I, I felt like I always had just like a one foot in one foot out at Awaken and I don't think I was living my life from a relaxed or generous or kind or open place and I can truly say that from being here my heart is softer I've learned to be more generous more open and I've learned that from the way that all of you live your life and the way that you encounter everything that you do. So thank you for that. All right, my three invitations as I wrap this up. One, remember your name. Um, that's something that Micah says and Jenna says and I, I just feel like I had to say it again because we are called Awaken. We have committed to be the kind of people that are waking up to new things, that are changing and growing and opening up our hearts and minds to things that we didn't know or feel or sense. And this beautiful picture, not of a static community, but of a dynamic one. I've never been a part of a church that holds its values out front, and I think that's such a beautiful thing. And so as we move forward into a season that contains some unknown Uh, Remember that our name is awakened, that we're continually waking up, and we believe in all these values that we've put on this board, and I think that all of those things are things that the world desperately needs right now. My second invitation, hold whoever fills this role with abundant grace and openness and I say that not because I expect this to be a place where people are mean or, <laughs> or, or uh, not welcoming. I don't say that at all. But when I remember my story at Awaken, I was replacing someone that was deeply loved. And this church loves really well and really hard. And staff transition is a big deal. And so my invitation to you is because it felt like when I came into Awaken— I felt like it was maybe a a year before I I felt like I had my voice at Awaken um, because I was replacing someone who was so dearly loved and had such a lasting impact. So I invite you for whoever fills these shoes next, um, maybe just use a little bit of caution uh, when you tell stories from the past or say how things used to be or the way that I did things or the way things were run. and be generous and frequent with your affirmations of who this person is and what they bring for their voice. My third invitation, remember that the call of the divine is always towards some measure of discomfort. How's that for good news? (laughs) The call of the divine seems to always be towards some measure of discomfort, because God has the ability to see things within us that we don't yet have eyes to see in ourselves. So as we think about all that this transition holds, whatever discomfort, whatever unknown, whatever uncertainty, what is that making room for? What is that preparing in us? There was a lot of discomfort and anxiety surrounding Micah's sabbatical. And I saw things come out in my fellow staff members while Micah was away. That I don't think ever would have beautiful gifts, leadership, and 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 um, yeah, I I just I celebrate that, and I, I I've seen that to be true countless times throughout my life. So it's not what we lose, but it's what we now have the opportunity to gain. Stretching, growing, and unknowns are so familiar to the narratives that we see in the people of God throughout history. So how might God be showing up and inviting us into whatever discomfort this may hold? So friends. I will close by just saying, thank you. Uh, Thank you for seeing me, for giving me a place and a role and a voice. Thank you for becoming a part of my life and thank you for letting me stay. Uh, Four years ago on that crisp fall evening when Micah asked me what would it look like for John Mark to say yes to awaken, I can honestly say that I didn't know it would look quite this beautiful or rich or full. So I'll close with the words that I have had the honor to sing over you every single week. May God give you eyes to see all that is good, the courage for anything. May you be strong. May God give you ears to hear his loving voice speaking all around you and deep inside. Thank you.
0: online at www.awakencommunity.com, or on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash awaken Community or on Twitter
1: at Community. See you next time.